I'm in the second part of this series, Luggage, and I'm going to be dealing with checkpoints. Checkpoints. There are times in which God wants to examine what we're carrying. I dare you to just put your hands on your heart and say, God, examine me. If you plan on taking flight in your life, you need an examination. You need God to examine you so you can go to a new realm, a new dimension. If you're looking for promotion, ask God to examine you. If you're looking for elevation, ask God to examine you. Because the examination will qualify you for a new level. If you submit to the process, I'm telling you right now, God is going to break you into this new place, this new dimension, this promotion that God desires for you to have. So let's go to 1 Samuel chapter 10, starting with verse 17. This is going to bless you. 1 Samuel chapter 10, starting with verse 17. We're going to read uh, verses 17 through 24. When you have it, just shout amen. That was weak. When you have it, for real, shout amen. Glory to God. Okay, 1 Samuel chapter, seven, chapter 10, starting with verse 17. Later, Samuel called all the people of Israel to meet before the Lord at Mizpah. And he said, this is what the Lord, the God of Israel, has declared. He said, I brought you from Egypt and rescued you from the Egyptians and from all of the nations that were oppressing you. He said, I rescued you from all of the nations that were oppressing you. Verse 19. But though I have rescued you from your misery and distress, you have rejected your God today and have said, no, we want a king instead. And the Lord said, it's not about what you want. Here it is, the children of Israel, they desire to have a king, but they don't understand what they desire is not good for them. I, I want you to know that sometimes we desire things that's going to hinder us. We desire some stuff that's going to become baggage in our lives. And God is saying, I want to bless you. I have plans for you, but you letting your feelings get in the way. You're letting your feelings get in the way. How many of you have been hurt by your own feelings? <laughs> hurt by your own feel Damage by what you wanted. <sighs> Damage by what you asked for. Often, that's the very thing that hurts us is the thing that we wanted. Lord, if you could just give me this, I'm going to be so happy. I'm going to be so satisfied if I can just get this. And God is saying, no, I have a checkpoint here for you because you're getting ready to go to another level. But I need to take some stuff from you that will be a danger to your future. I want you to hear me right now. God is getting ready to take you to a new level, and he wants to remove some stuff from you. But Israel wants a king. 
Israel is asking for a king. The latter clause of verse 19 says, no, we want a king instead. Now, therefore, present yourselves before the Lord by tribes and clans. Now, listen to this. So Samuel brought all the tribes of Israel before the Lord, and the tribe of Benjamin was chosen by lot. Chosen by lot. Not, not chosen by God. Chosen by lot. Then he brought each family of the tribe of Benjamin before the Lord. And the family of the Metrites was chosen. And finally Saul, son of Kish, was chosen from among them. Listen to this. But when they looked for him, they found him among the baggage. He had disappeared. He had disappeared. So they asked the Lord, where is he? And the Lord replied, he is hiding among the stuff, among the baggage. How many of us have hid among our baggage. We've been hiding among our stuff. Verse 23. So they found him and brought him out, and he stood head and shoulders above anyone else. So he looked like a king, but he was hiding like a punk. I, I want you to hear me right now. He looked like a king. He looked the part. How many of us has been tricked by people who look the part? Oh, my God. Yeah, yeah, they look the part. They, they don't have the heart to carry out the assignment. But if you look on the outside, they look just right for the role. Aren't you tired of connecting with people that look right for the role but are a hindrance to your progress? It's time, it's time for us to allow God to take us through the checkpoints. Glory be to God. Let us pray. Most gracious and merciful Heavenly Father, have your way on this morning. We want your word to go forth. We want people to be transformed and changed. We want to be transformed and changed. Remove the things from us that will hinder us. I thank you right now and I praise you. In Jesus' mighty name, I pray. Amen. Checkpoints. Checkpoints are a place in which an inspection or investigation is performed. Passenger screening at the airport is a part of TSA's uh, layered approach to security, to secure the people who will be traveling on aircraft. So they have to send you through this process. You have to go through the process before you are allowed to be a passenger on the flight. Uh, note, the reason we keep allowing the wrong people in our lives is because our screening process is our feelings. The, the reason why we keep allowing the wrong, I'm going to say that again. The reason why we keep allowing the wrong people in our lives is because our screening process is our feelings. We're always concerned about how we feel about it. And God is saying, your feelings won't reveal anything to you for real. 
except what your flesh desires. And so we're, we're in this place where we're all wrapped up in our feelings and we're saying, God, this is how I feel about the situation. And God is saying, no, don't, don't pay attention to your feelings. Submit to the process. Why? Because I know what's good for you, not just today, but tomorrow. I know what's good for you in the years to come, and you keep getting wrapped up in the moment. So don't, don't allow your feelings to be your screening process. We don't have uh, official procedures in place. We don't have a certified way of doing things. We don't have order and structure to our lives. A TSA's screening procedures are attended or intended to prevent prohibited items, things that are not supposed to go with you on your flight, on your journey. So they have these procedures in place. They said, here's the list of things that can't travel with you. Again, this ain't got nothing to do with your feelings. Here is the list of things that can't travel with you. And if you want to get on this aircraft, you have to submit to the procedures that are in place. There are certain things that are prohibited. And it's not about how you feel. It's not about what you want in that moment. It's about what is safe for your future. What is safe for the transport. So, so God has some things in place, and, and he wants to screen you. He's saying, are you willing to go through the process? Uh, you're coming upon a checkpoint in your life. And, and if you really want to get to the place that I've called you to, you will submit to the checkpoint. The, the checkpoint makes us all uncomfortable. Nobody wants people that they don't know going in their stuff. No, no, nobody wants people that they don't know uh, of finding out what they've been carrying for a long time. How, how many of you are quick to tell your business, tell your secrets, tell about your skeletons that's in the closet? Nobody wants to reveal our mess. We've learned how to carry our luggage for a really long time. No matter how heavy it is, we've learned how to carry it. And God is saying, there's some stuff in your bags that I want to pull out because I'm about to take you to a whole nother level. But I got to filter your life. I need to filter your life. I, I, need to, I, need, I need to strain some stuff out of you that will stop you and stop and, and cause your progress to be hindered. He said, I, I want to screen you. Will you allow me to take you through the screening process? The screening process, again, is uncomfortable. I hate the screening process. I do. I don't want people going through my stuff. I don't want to stand in line. I don't want to do none of that stuff. I just really, how many of you want to go to the airport and just get on a flight? I do. I, I want to just get on a flight. I, I hate the fact that I got to go through some of the things that I got to go through. But, but I realize that if I'm going to get to my destination, there's some stuff I got to suffer. Where are the people at that are willing to suffer to get where God is calling you to go? Now, now there, there is, again, some things that will happen when you are under 
God's care. God says, I'm about to take you through this process. And I want you to know it's going to be difficult. I want you to know it's going to be something that you may not prefer. But what's going to happen during this process is I'm going to make you ready for your flight. I'm going to make you ready for your flight. So go ahead, get in line, and, and I want you to identify yourself. Yeah, you got to give the TSA uh, agent your, your ID because they got to make sure what you're supposed to be on this flight. See, some of us are getting on flights we ain't even supposed to get on. Some of us are going places we ain't even supposed to go. And so they want to make sure that the right people are getting on the right flight. So they, they give, you give them your ID and they tell you uh, what, what flight number and, and where you are supposed to go and uh, what you are allowed to take with you. And that happens as soon as you get to the conveyor belt. The conveyor belt is there for you to put your luggage on. Say, so go ahead and put your luggage on the conveyor belt, and I pray that you understand what is permissible. I pray that you know what you are allowed to carry and what you are not allowed to carry. Because this process is about to reveal to you the things that you got in your bag that don't nobody know about. They can look at your luggage and not see what's in the luggage, but once you put it on the conveyor belt, it's about to go through an x-ray machine. And that x-ray machine will be able to look past your baggage. Oh, my God. It's able to look past your luggage. I want you to know that God can see past your luggage. Again, you may have some Louis Vuitton luggage, but that's not blocking God's vision. That's not blocking God's sight. He can see everything that we're carrying, uh, and God is saying, that can't go, uh, that can't go. Uh, that thing that you got in there that you've been holding against your mother, that can't go. Uh, that issue that you've been holding against the father of your children, that can't go. I'm screening you uh, before I allow you to go to the next level. And so you get there and uh, they tell you, uh, you're going to need to take off your shoes. Take off your shoes. Take off your shoes. That's, that's significant. We know that God told Moses, take off his shoes. He said, take off your shoes because the ground that you're standing on is holy ground. This is a sterile place. This is a place in which you can't bring all your junk. So take off your shoes because I don't want what you've been carrying from yesterday to make it to this new place, this new ground. So go ahead, take off your shoes. You're getting ready to go somewhere, but you got to go through this process. I want you to take off your jacket too. Uh, I want you to make sure all your stuff is put on this conveyor your belt uh, we're getting ready to see what you are carrying in our text we have a man who is getting ready to be crowned king but he's hiding among the baggage he's hiding among the stuff and they gotta go get him the king. They got to go get him. They, they got to go get him. I, I, I want you to hear this. They have to go get him. 
You know, some of us are going to get uh, stuff in people that God ain't never even called to go with us. Yeah, we we going to get we going to get them. If they really wanted to go, don't you think they would have came to their own inauguration? See, he knew he was getting ready to be crowned king, but Saul was somebody that wasn't accountable. He was someone that was looking to avoid responsibility. Aren't you tired of taking people with you that are not responsible? I, I don't want to take people with me that are not responsible. I want people who are accountable for their actions to go with me. I want people who are mature enough to say, this is my assignment. This is what God has called me to do. And Saul would spend most of his life running from his responsibilities. The things that God had called him to do. And this was who the people wanted. They wanted a king when they had the king of kings and the lord of lords leading them. They wanted a king and and it was God that delivered them out of Egypt. They got delivered with no king. They entered the promised land with no king. But they started to look at what other people had. And they lost reverence for what they had, which was the king of kings and the lord of lords. I want you to know that when you start paying attention to what other people have, you will resent the blessing that God already gave you. You want stuff that God don't even want to go with you. It reminds me of Abram. Abram brought his nephew Lot. And God told him, leave your kinfolk. Leave the people that you're comfortable with, the people that you're familiar with. I want you to leave them. Don't bring baggage with you from your past. Leave it in yesterday because I'm about to take you to a place that you never even dreamed of. I'm about to take you to a place that you never imagined. But now you have to do something that you may not prefer which is leave something that you're comfortable with. Where are the people at that had to leave something they was comfortable with? You had to leave it behind. You, you was comfortable with it, but you knew it wasn't supposed to go with you. you. You were comfortable with it, but you knew it wasn't safe for you to bring on your flight to your next place, to your next level, to your next destination. You knew it wasn't supposed to go. I said uh, to first service, I said, It seems like we submit to everybody else's protocols and procedures. We know we want to get to a specific place. We don't go into the airport arguing, talking about, I'm not taking off my shoes. We don't don't go in the airport doing that. We don't go in the airport saying, you ain't about to search my bag. We sit that bag on a conveyor belt and we allow them to look in our stuff. We don't say, this is my bag, I paid for it, this is my stuff, and and you ain't buying none of this stuff, and so you don't get a chance to go through my stuff. No, if they stop you after you go through the metal detector, and they say, we've seen something in your bag uh, that is prohibited, you don't grab your bag and run uh, to the aircraft, do you? They pull you aside and they say, okay, now uh, we've noticed some things. We've seen some things that we need to get out of your bag. 
And not only do they pull you aside and tell you that, they may, they may actually frisk you. They may touch you. And, and you're not in the airport saying, get your hands off of me. Right? Because you understand that if you're going to get to your destination, that there are some things that are uncomfortable that you just have to say yes to so you can get to the place that you desire to get to. We're the people that are willing to go through the process. If you're willing to go through the process, make some noise right now and say, that's me. I'm willing to go through it. It may be uncomfortable for me, but I'm saying yes to God. And as I thought about this, there was a time that I had some stuff in my bag that wasn't permitted to go. And I got to the airport and, and I didn't remember when I was packing my stuff, all of the stuff that I put in it, but I put in it some expensive cologne. And, and I got there and they said, uh, the, the ounces uh, do not match what we allow people to carry on the flight. And, and so they, they, they seen it when they sent it through the x-ray machine. And they said, here's something right here that is not supposed to go on the aircraft. They said, whose bag is this? And I said, that's my bag. I, I didn't want to uh, confuse my bag with anybody else's. I didn't want them to be confused. So I, I quickly said, that's my bag because I had some stuff in it that I really wanted. And they said, well, you, you, you got something in your bag that can't go. And so they pulled me aside. Sometimes God is going to have to pull you aside. Sometimes God is going to have to call you out because you didn't pick out the things that were prohibiting you before you got to the airport. So he, the, the TSA agent pulls me aside and he takes out the cologne and, and he says, uh, you're going to have to get rid of this. And I'm like, wait, hold, hold, hold up, wait a minute. Uh, is there some kind of way that I could possibly uh, leave the cologne here. I'm, I'm hoping that they say they got a locker or something and I'm able to go and, and lock my stuff up and come back because I'm coming back. I said, so is there any way that I could, you know, hold on to this? He said, the only thing that you can do with that is throw it away. And I said, wait a minute, I got to throw this away? And he said, yes, you got to throw it away. And then I began to think about the price that I paid for my ticket. And I said, this cologne is not worth the price of my flight. And I'm not willing to stay here with my cologne because I want it. I got to let go of what I want so I can go to the place that God. Where are the people at that are willing to let go of what you want so you can go to the place that God's calling you? I, I'm willing to let it go. I'm willing to let it go. Where you at? Willing to let it go. Raise your hand right now and say, that's me. I, I'm willing to let it go. I'm willing to let it go. At the airport, they be asking you to do some stuff. They be asking you to do some stuff. Take out your electronics. I need you to separate all this stuff. Put, put this over here in the bin and put that over there in that bin and, and you separating stuff. And, and all you can think about while you're separating the stuff is where you're going. Uh, 
Oh, my God. Where are the people at that know how to go through stuff because you got in your mind what the end result is going to be? You see yourself on the beach. You say, no, I'm not going to let this process encumber me. I'm not going to let this process stop me because I've imagined myself. I've imagined myself on the beach with my pina colada. And I see the umbrella coming out of my cup. I'm not about to allow this process to stop me uh, from all of the things that I've been planning for a long time. Uh, I'm going to just go ahead and submit to this uh, and say to the airport, not my will, uh, your will. Not my will. Your your will be done. All of this is real inconvenient, but I'm going to just go ahead and say yes to it because I know where I'm going. I I know I'm not going to be in the airport forever. I know that this is temporary. Oh, my God, I hope you hear me. I know that this is temporary, and I'm only looking at this TSA agent for a moment. But when I get my stuff through, uh, even if they got to take some stuff for me, uh, it is worth it. Uh, I'm all right with it. Uh, I'll say take it uh, as long as you don't take my boarding pass. Oh, my God. As long as you don't take my boarding pass, uh, go ahead and go through my bags. Go through my bags. As long as I can get on this flight, take whatever you need to take out of my bag. I don't like it. I don't want it to happen. But I'm tired of being hindered by what I want. I'm tired of what I want getting in the way of my future. I'm tired of suffering my own choices. Where the people at? You know you done suffered because of your own choices. When I start to look at some of the stuff that I took with me, I'm like, God, uh, make checkpoints in my life. Uh, I want you to examine uh, everything that I'm carrying. uh, Because if I'm carrying something uh, that's going to hinder me, if I got the wrong attitude, stop me at the checkpoint. Uh, Don't let me get on the flight uh, and take something with me uh, that's a danger to my future. Uh, Stop me here. And take it away from me so I can get on this plane and fly to the place that you are sending me. Hallelujah! 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 I think some of you are gonna get to your next destination and you're gonna look back and say, I'm glad it didn't go. Oh, my God. I think some of you are going to look back and say, I'm glad uh, that God didn't allow me to take that uh, because if I would have took that, uh, I could see how it could mess up my future. Uh, I could see how it could put a cap uh, or a limit on my life. Uh, There was some stuff that I've been carrying for years. And I've been trying. Sometimes we got all of the strategies and know all of the people. We know the right people. We just don't got the right stuff. We we know the right people. We just don't got the right stuff with us. We trying everything that we can try to get to the place that we desire to go to with our baggage. We trying everything that we can try. And God is saying, 
will you submit to the process? I'm getting ready to go through your stuff. I'm getting ready to open up your bag. Why? Because I seen something in it that's going to hinder your future. So I'm going in. I'm going in. At that point, you should just stand on the sidelines and say, God, search my heart. God, search my bag. Search my luggage. Go ahead and go through it. Go through it, God. Search me because I'm tired of suffering my own choices. Tired of suffering my own choices. And isn't it great that everybody got to go through the same process? Because I don't want people on my flight that are a danger to my arrival at my destination. Yeah, yeah, I don't want you on my flight if you haven't gone through my process. I want you to hear me. I, I don't want you on my flight if you haven't gone through my process. Sometimes you got to limit your inner circle because they haven't gone through the process that you've been through. They haven't suffered the things you suffered, so they're not as sensitive as you are. They God. See, you got people that keep that you keep allowing in your space and they haven't been processed. That's why you keep ended up hurt by them because God has not approved of them because they have not submitted to the process. Haven't submitted to his procedures. When you come up to the checkpoint, you know what's getting ready to go down. You, you know what's getting ready to go down. Just get yourself ready. You're getting ready to get uncomfortable. Uncomfortable people learn how to take flight. People who are uncomfortable and they say, listen, I'm not going to let how I feel right now stop me from going to the place that God wants me to go. So, so I'm, I'm going to the checkpoint and there may be some things that I got and, and you may see them because I, I don't always... Uh, do my research the way that I need to do my research. Meaning that I, I would go to the airport and it was like almost every single time. I said, why? I'm not learning something. Because every time I went, it seemed like it was something else. I said, okay, I, I'm going to the airport, but I like to keep a sharp line. So I got my clippers. And, and when you line your hair, you want to get the alcohol out and, you know, make sure everything clean. And so uh, one, one time I was flying somewhere, I had the alcohol in my bag. And, and I'm like, what's the problem today? <laughs> Y'all done took my cologne. They said, well, you got alcohol in your bag. Okay, take my alcohol then. Guess I am. I'm just going to cut my hair and, and not be able to disinfect the way that I need to disinfect. Go ahead and just take whatever you need to take so I can get on my flight. But then I found out that they actually list everything that can't go. I said, I've been wasting my time. All I had to do was Google TSA requirements and it'll tell me everything that can't go I want you to know right now God has all of the requirements 
that are necessary for you to transport to your next destination. It's in the word of God. He says unforgiveness can't go. When you get to the checkpoint, if I see unforgiveness in your heart, I'm going to tell you to reconcile with your brother. If you get to the checkpoint and there's lust in your heart, I'm going to tell you, cry out to me and let the refiner's fire purge you. If you get to the checkpoint uh, and you got some addictions, uh, he's going to stop you. Uh, not because he doesn't want to see you in your new place or in your new season. He's going to stop you because it's a danger to your future. I believe that there are some people that's watching right now that's getting ready to take flight. And you're on your way through the checkpoint. I dare you to shout checkpoint. You're on your way to the checkpoint and you're frustrated by the process. But God told me to tell you, uh, if you submit to the process, uh, you're going to look back and you're going to say, I'm glad God didn't allow me to take that with me. I'm glad that there was some stuff that he took from me so I can get to the place that he's calling me to. Uh, I dare you to just shout, God, take it. Uh, take it. Take it. Take it. I dare you to write that in the comments right now. God, take it. Take whatever you want. Uh, take it out of my life. I say yes to you. Uh, there's some resentment. Uh, there's some unforgiveness. Uh, there's some stuff that I've been carrying. Uh, I've been carrying it on my back and it's been heavy for me. Heavy for me. The thing that, you know, that I love about going to the airport sometimes is that uh, sometimes I, I pack just right. And, and, and when I pack just right, um, sometimes when I go to the airport, I don't have to uh, carry any heavy bags with me. It's nothing like going to the airport and you could just go through the airport. You ain't got nothing on your back. You ain't a, you're dragging all kinds of stuff. You ain't got none of that. You're just walking through. And God is saying, if you would pay attention right now, and if you would allow me to, to give you an update and give you insight, I would position you in such a way that you can just walk through. You can just walk through. You won't have the encumbrances. You won't have the weights that other people have because you packed right and you're ready to go. I dare you to just shout, God, make me ready. Make me ready, God. I want you to stand to your feet because you're going to a new place. Just like Saul was going to a new place. But there was some stuff in his life that he needed to give up. One of the things that Saul needed to give up was pride. He was a prideful man would not submit to the order of God, would not submit to the ways of God. Sometimes we're stuck in our own pride and God is saying, if you're really going to take flight, you're going to have to humble yourself. Because I only exalt people that humble themselves. I, I exalt people who are willing to allow me to go through their luggage, go through my stuff, God, and make me ready for where you're taking me to. There's some stuff that I want that I know is not going to bless me. There's some stuff that I want that I know is not a part of my future. But I submit to your will. And I say, God, have your way. Have your way. Have your way. I keep imagining where I'm going. I, I keep imagining myself 
on the plane, sitting in my seat, preparing my mind and my heart for my extended vacation, for the blessing that God wants to give me. There's a blessing that God wants to give you, but he's saying, I'm about to examine you. And you're going to have to submit to the process and remember where you're going. See, when you remember where you're going, you can go through difficulties with a smile. People are like, why are you smiling? I'm not smiling because of what's happening currently. I'm smiling because I know what's coming. That's why I'm smiling. I haven't lost my joy yet because I know his plans for me. I know he wants to take me to a place of promise and a place of destiny. So I'm going through some rough stuff right now, but that's all right. I know that God has given me what I need to make the transition. Weeping may endure for a night, but joy is coming. I'm telling you right now, you're going to make it through this process. The x-ray machine is looking beyond the covering of your baggage. Looking into the content of your luggage. So that God can take some stuff away from you that's been hindering you. It hindered your mother. It hindered your father. And now you say, God, take it from me. Take it from me. I surrender it to you right now. There are people that are watching that are surrendering stuff to God right now. They're at the checkpoint and they're saying, God, I I've been angry for years. I've been, and it's, and it's hard to let go of because I keep thinking about what they said. I keep thinking about what they did to me and God is saying, but if you don't let it go, I can't get you to your... I know it's hard. What they said, what they did, what, what your father didn't do, what, what your mother didn't do. The people that you wanted to run with that talked about, I know it's hard. The people that sabotaged you, the people that talked against you and tried to defame your name and your character, I know it's hard, but God is saying, I need you to let it go right now. This is the checkpoint. Remember, you're about to take flight. You're about to go somewhere. You're about to get on a plane and you're about to let go of the former things and the ways of yesterday because there's something fresh for you right now. Here's the checkpoint. Are you ready now to submit to the screening process? If you're ready to submit to the screening process, go ahead and just raise your hands for 30 seconds. That's all I need. 30 seconds and I'm going to pray for you right now. Father, we have come today because we know we are at the checkpoint. And you are examining our luggage. There have been things that we packed, things that we carried, and you are about to pick some stuff out. We submit, oh God, as you pick it out, as you pull it out, as you take away. It, I know it feels like subtraction, but I promise to you, it's addition. It's addition by way of subtraction. God is saying, I'm taking it away, but I'm giving you something greater. It's transportation to your next place. 
It's your boarding pass to your next level. I thank God for each and every one of you. Listen, if you're watching, you can put your hands down. If you're watching right now and, and you're at the checkpoint, you can feel it. You're under examination. You may be on a job and they keep looking at everything that you do and you say, God, what's wrong? What Should I leave? And God is saying, no, go through the process. So, some of you may be in a relationship and that person that, that you call your friend keep pointing out stuff and you think it's them, but it's really God using them to take some stuff out of your bag that you've been trying to hold on to. I want you to submit to the process. You may be at a church that keeps checking you, that keeps stopping you, a church that rebukes you. I want you to know that you're at the checkpoint. Uh, don't stop. Don't turn around. Don't go back. You're about to take flight. Every time you are about to take flight, the enemy tricks you. And you give up your boarding pass for the stuff you got in your luggage that you don't want to lose. I'm telling you right now, do not, do not, do not allow the devil to keep tricking you. You're about to go higher than you've ever been before. You're about to mount up on wings as eagles. You're about to run and not be weary. You're about to... You're about to walk and not faint. Don't be tricked by the same old stuff and the same old games that the enemy plays. When you're trying to hold on for dear life to something that you want, but God didn't pray, that God didn't allow to go with you, that God doesn't want to go with you. Here it is. You're at the checkpoint. And you're going through the examination process. Watch God do something crazy and ridiculous in your life if you just say, yes, Lord. Watch God blow your mind. In a minute, you're going to look down on the airport. In a minute, you're going to fly over stuff that you used to have to go through. Yeah, in a minute, you're going to have a bird's eye view. In a minute, you're going to be looking down on some situation because God has elevated you to another level. This is your moment. This is your time to allow God in your life. Jesus wants you to receive him right now. God, I'm telling you, is ready to bless you. Don't, don't get discouraged because he's taking some stuff away. There's some people right now that's watching and you've been losing some stuff and you're saying, saying God, what, what's going on? Why, why is it that I got to keep losing this stuff? And God is saying, don't worry about it. You're about to take flight. It's uncomfortable. I know it's difficult because you have the things physically present with you. But you're going somewhere that's in your mind. A dream that I gave you. You're not there yet. And you can see the stuff leaving you. But God said, you're on the way. Just hold on, hold on, hold on. Don't turn back right now. Don't turn back right now. Go through this process. Go through this process. What if, what if Israel would have said, God, we don't want nothing that you don't want for us. They would have never crowned a coward. 
Father, I thank you for each and every person that's watching right now. The people that are receiving you as Lord and Savior. Israel was looking for a king. You are the king. They're looking for a king right now in their lives. You are the king of kings and the Lord of lords. I pray that they would recognize that you would never leave them nor forsake them. You're there with them every step of the way. And you're going to make sure that every enemy is under their feet. They're going to trample on scorpions and adders, young lions and dragons. Yeah, yeah, yeah. One is going to send a thousand to flight. And two is going to send 10,000 to flight. I see enemies fleeing. I see depression fleeing. It's happening right now as you receive him as Lord. And all you have to do is, is believe in your heart that he is your Lord, your God, and your Savior. You got a king. You got a king. And I'm telling you right now, he is a true king. He is ruler. He is sovereign. He is Lord in your life.